this week on Top 5 for Fighting. Oh, we're going to have us some fun. <laughs> <laughs> let's, nice. let's go. Well, hello, Mr. Fancy Pants. Now, before we do this, let's go over the ground rules. Rule number one. No touching of the hair or face. Of course. And that's it! What an incredible Cinderella story. This unknown comes out of nowhere to lead the pack. You both know this is completely fucked up, right? Yeah. Of course. All right, you primitive screwheads, listen up. Welcome back. Um, episode 18. Wow, three and a half months of you guys listening to us, two knuckleheads. It's hard, hard to believe that that's real. More than an NFL season. Yeah, and more entertaining than an NFL season, too. Yeah, in 18 episodes because the players don't want to play 18 games. Yeah. Pussies. Well, you know. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah, we know. What's going on, buddy? Not How much. I'm good, week? man. Uh, you know what? It's summer in Florida. I'm just trying to work and not die of heat exhaustion. And uh, and got we got so many things that we're doing with the podcast right now that I don't have too many free moments. But you know what? I'm not going to complain. Nope, not at all. I'm having a good time. Yep, I got uh, literally two work days left of, of well, no, one day because today's Thursday. Yeah. One more day and then I'm off for a whole week. Kids coming home for, from the Army for vacation for a week next week and... A lot of stuff going on. Pretty excited about it. That's awesome. Um, next week's the big week where we're going to jump out of an airplane. Going to jump out of That's right. You yeah, talked about that already. That's you're, you're doing everything. You're going to play like putt-putt golf, and you're going to go to <laughs> Chuck E. Cheese. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we're going to fuck up some skee-ball. Oh, skee-ball. No, we're, uh, yeah, we're just, just excited to have him home. We haven't seen him since Christmas, so it's uh, we're, we're t- excited to say the least. That was always the best when I was in the service, getting to go home. I mean, you had your weekends and stuff because you're not, and I was married at the time, so it right. was I s- had the family thing. But on top of that, you like you get the opportunity to be able to come home, and that drive or that flight was just oh, you c- I can't get there soon enough, and then like you know, like oh man, six days, I got to go back, and right. I was always excited to see my family. So I'm looking forward to that for you, buddy. I hope yeah, it works out really uh, well. The the goodbye part sucks, but the whole week at home, I'm not worried about that right now. We're, we're just excited to get him home. We pick him up from the airport on Saturday. That's bad ass. So last week, we did our fun 80s music. So I've been on an 80s tear all week. Nice. And I have to bring this up because I know that one of our listeners in particular was quite perturbed about us ripping on Striper. So you know what I did? <laughs> I listened to some Striper. I can't listen to Striper anymore. <laughs> you basic. It's so bad. Five minutes, and I was like, I can't. I'm tapping out. It's so bad. I, I just. I don't think it's bad. It was just. I, it's l- just. It's just very. It was mediocre. For for. I mean, the guy could sing, but. Yeah, I just. I just. So can't. I'm. I'm sorry, Aaron. <laughs> I just can't. That is the first top five list that I've gotten flack about. It was funny though. Um, I mean, that I thought it was a great topic because we sure got a lot of feedback on it. it a, lot a lot of feedback. You know, who listened to who. And I want to bring something up and call you out on something that you brought up last week with Kiss. Because I have an exact, I guess, mirror image of Kiss that to this day nobody talks bad about for good reason. But they're the same thing. 
okay. ACDC. I'm not a huge ACDC fan. I love AC. I love ACDC. But you could also say, yeah, a lot of their stuff sounds the same, but nobody cares because it's ACDC. I think I think ACDC is better musically than Kiss. Um, Angus Young is a really good guitar player. He's incredible. really good. Yeah. Um, I mean, you got some songs by ACDC that I could listen to and repeat. Whole lot of Rosie is just one of the best rock songs ever. It just it goes it goes on. Thunderstruck? Are you kidding? Thunderstruck it's, is cool, but other other than the than the lick at the beginning, it it kind of falls into a very basic '90s rock song for me. Well, I don't know. If you may have noticed the the video that um, I, both Amy and I both shared of Dylan's uh, squad last week. Had thunderstruck. It, it had that. Yeah. They, they did a montage of their week of live fire training and all that stuff with that in the back. It fits that. It fits sports. It just. Well, it's it's awesome. It's so cool when well, you're at the lightning game and they play it for before the lightning when the kids are. Uh, I mean, it's it, perfect. It's really yep. cool and it's not it's not a shitty song by any by any stretch right. of the imagination. I, I I listen to it and I don't turn it off. But when I listen to an ACDC song, I hear different drum riffs. I hear different bass licks. The guitar is is at the forefront and not just rhythm. He's great. It, they 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 are. They I, I like them very much. It just struck me in the car. I was like, man, th- this is you know. This is kind of similar to what Greg was talking about with Kiss. ACDC, I mean, it always cracks me up when music snobs are like, oh, you know, he knows two chords, three chords. I'm like, I don't even know what the hell that means, and I don't even care. I just like the song. Well, so whatever. To, it's, and, and everybody's like, oh, I can't believe you don't like them. There, there's nothing wrong with me not liking them, because I'm sure I like some groups that the people that complain to us, oh, sure, they hate. I mean, wham. Th- <laughs> I mean, I'm never gonna dance again. Yeah, I yeah, I can't tell you how many <laughs> times I've danced to Wham by myself. I'll say it again, and I'll say it all the time. Careless Whisper. It was a great song. Yep. I, it, it was a popular song. There's a lot of songs in a lot of eras that are not good songs, but they're catchy sure. or they have that hook. That doesn't mean you're not supposed to like it. It just means that to me, those bands that I came up with, like again, like I said last week, I owned every Striper album. I did. But when I go back and listen to it, it doesn't it doesn't hold up. It's like a movie that you loved as a kid that you go back and watch now, and it doesn't hold up. That doesn't mean you you don't like it. It just right. you're like how the how the hell was that popular? What was it's, I thinking? Right, exactly. Um, but what's funny is I know after you know we did our list and everything like that, it's because when I had mentioned that Def Leppard was one of those artists that doesn't have their stuff, you wouldn't you know? You ass. I looked when you left. When you drove out, I'm like they're on Spotify, and yep. they were, and I was gonna, I was gonna surprise you. I with remember this week. purposely checking at some point. I don't know how long. It was probably a while ago. I don't remember because obviously I looked. They weren't there, so I stopped looking. Everything is there, everything. So it's they, it was a nice look, but I just went through an '80s tear, Cinderella, Rat, and it all was like, oh my god, this is great. Yeah, all those, all those are pretty good. I went through some music this. I typically when I'm driving up to work and back and forth, I listen to podcasts. Just because of the things that I like to listen to, you know, those movies, how did this get made, things like that. Listening to other podcasts, hoping that I can hear things that might make our podcast better. Right. I don't know what I could possibly hear that could make us any better. Oh, but, duh. But, yeah. But I, I was on a music tear this week, and I had some long drives. I listened to a whole bunch of different stuff, but a lot of it was 80s-based. So you, you know what's hilarious to me? What's that? That while we're recording this, your phone is blowing up. Thanks to Phil Eddie. Yeah, damn it, Phil. <laughs> Phil. I'm trying. I'm trying to give you more content, yeah, man. Phil, we're working here, man. Come on. <laughs> I don't bother you at work, you son of a bitch. God, I love that guy. <laughs> Me too. Um, so you know what's? Li- I love doing this podcast because you know it pretty much fills itself out because stuff happens over the course of the week that just makes it easy uh, easy for us to talk about. 
And one of the biggest things that came out online in Twitter and Facebook, and there's I've posted a few, Netflix in 2021 is uh. losing The Office. Now, <laughs> granted, it's a ways away. I'm not – I'm calm. I didn't panic. I was like, oh, shit, that's – okay, two years away. We're okay. We, I got time to prepare for this. I did go to Amazon and look and see how much the entire series is, but it's still just DVD. So I'm like, eh, I'll give it time. Well, um, I have them all if you want them. Well, I mean, DVD, it's good to know it's on a ba- on yeah. It's good to know I've got a standby. But that's not a Netflix decision before people start get pissed off and railing no, against no, no. Netflix. That's an NBC decision. That is here's the equivalent for everyone at home. I come over and I say I drop off NHL 19 for you to play on PlayStation, and then two months later I'm like, God damn, I want to play some hockey, and I show up at your door and I'm like, Hey, I need my NHL back. Yeah. NBC is taking their show back to put on their streaming network, which is coming out. Well, they're, they're going to do that because that's what CBS does. If you notice, yep. uh, there's no CBS shows on Hulu or Netflix it, that are new. Like right. Big Bang Theory is nowhere except CBS All Access, and you got to pay to watch it. And I, <laughs> Their Star Trek show, it's only yes, on their only, app. Which and it's only online, right? The, the Twilight Zone with Jordan Peele is only online. Which I, I get the reasoning behind that, but... If CBS and all you're pitching is a Star Trek show, I'm not buying your service. No, I, I agree. But, but NBC I, comes out and says, "Hey, I got the Office for seven bucks a month. Okay, I'm down. Who do I? Who, where do I pay?" <laughs> I feel like I feel like for that price, I would probably just say I'll buy the DVDs. Yeah, it's I mean, kind of a pain in the ass to have to get up and change the DVDs. DVDs, I get that. Here's but why. Now you're locked into seven bucks a month for life. Here's why I don't want to do that. And this is something hopefully NBC fixes that Netflix doesn't do. I want to be able to put on The Office on random. And I don't want NBC to interrupt every episode and a half saying, hey, are you still watching? Because I'm going to turn into Stanley. Did I stutter? Yeah, Yeah, I'm still watching because it's still on. Well, they do that shit because when you watch an episode, they have to pay. Yeah, it's a it's a pay per view thing. So Netflix is just hedging their bets. If you notice, Hulu doesn't do that. Yeah. Um, which Hulu to me is just honestly to Netflix, it's a far superior app. But Netflix has a lot of good stuff. A lot of good stuff. Not all of it's good, but I feel like they have a little bit more of the stuff that we want, like that '70s show and Friends and The Office they and Parks and Rec. Parks and Rec. I mean, they have some big big shows on there yes they along do along with you know a lot of good movies uh into the spider verse came out on netflix this I week i saw that i gotta watch it which i'm gonna watch and i'm uh, well, wreck it ralph uh, ralph wrecks the internet's yep. on there now so too so it's can't beat that again going back to our streaming episode it's it's already started it's already happening so it's gonna be interesting interesting to see what happens i really want to see the landscape of television in two years it's tell you what guys in two years we're gonna do an episode about the landscape of television <laughs> <laughs> it should be like episode uh, episode 140 or something. And then we'll replay that other episode like we called it. Yeah, right? Told you. Listen listen to what the soothsayers has soothed. Has, has soothed. Uh, I, I got to say something. Um, I did a little bit of research on something we said last week on the podcast, and I have to I have to step back and I have to eat a little bit of crow here, a little bit of shit. You want me to get some salt, some butter? No, because I've eaten enough shit in my some life garlic. that I know. <laughs> my father... One of the wisest things he ever said to me was... Well, I finally got to meet. Yeah? Nice guy, right? Very nice guy. Um, he told me, son, life is like a shit sandwich. The more bread you have, the less shit you have to eat. Well, I haven't had much bread, <laughs> so wise. I've been doubling down on that's, the shit. That's wise <laughs> that's, words. Isn't it wise? 
So last week we got upset at the U.S. Women's National Team, okay, yep. for calling themselves the U.S. Women's National Team. Yeah, you're the USA. Oh yes, and they are the USA. Now the men's national team is the U.S. Men's National Team. Okay. For some reason, whatever app we were looking at, they decided to call them the U.S. Women's National Team. In the scoring, in the actual scoring, it is USA. So I'm going to step back and and eat a little bit shit for kind of going off. It's I, no big deal. It, it's, it's not a big deal, but I don't want. I don't want people thinking that I'm just shitting on them because I don't like women or, or, or no, you know, we want everybody's I, I, rooting for I, them to win. I, I absolutely. And I, I but but if I say something wrong and I know I'm I find out I'm wrong, I don't want to be that guy that people think, oh, oh he sh- just runs his mouth. I'm wrong all the time. I'll admit it. I also found out something about my dump last story. My story last week. Go. The dump is not run by the county. It's run by the state with privately contracted workers at the dump. So why don't you have the ability to get the permits again? Okay, thank you. Yeah, there the you state. Go. It's the it's the fucking state. Well, we do live in Florida, so keep that in mind. You're going to show up there next week. There's going to be alligators running the place. It's nice here, but it doesn't mean people are smart. Oh, for sure. All right, so let's get to my one of my favorite stories of the week, aside from the office, which was well, not my favorite, but it was pretty important. The Olympics, Greg. Are you ready for this? You're laughing because you already know what I'm going to say. Well, I I did not know about this until you said something uh, over the phone this morning. So I'm going to listen and enjoy this. All right. Sit back, kids. I'm going to tell you a little story. (laughs) (laughs) We all watch the Olympics. Love the Olympics. I much prefer the Winter Olympics. I love the winter events. Obviously, hockey being the event. Uh, Who doesn't like watching ski jumping, the bobsled, all of the, you know, the, the fast events. I like watching the Winter Olympics, not to cut you off. I like I like the events probably as much as I do the summer. I don't like the coverage of the Winter Olympics. They show too much of the same thing. Like, yeah, you're right. Like it I know I know I know curling isn't an exciting thing to watch, but I would like to watch a match. A bunch of angry guys with brooms. Yeah, I would sure. like to watch a match, not highlights of a match, and then you take me back to the right. same slalom. So. Yep, agreed and justified. So the Olympics, Greg. We all have our favorite events we like to watch. Well, there might be a new event coming in the next Olympics. Would you like to know what that event is going to be? I most certainly would. Break dancing. (laughs) Now, for all of (laughs) the rest of you that were fortunate enough to grow up in the era that we did in the 80s, the movie Breakin', Turbo, and then Breakin' 2, Electric Electric Boogaloo. Boogaloo. Yeah, that kind of break dancing. Cardboard box, folded down. Uh, run DMC going on the on the boombox. Is that a sport? Breakdancing is soon to be an Olympic event. I am not bullshitting you. Google it. That shit is happening. So guess what I did? That's like saying poker is a sport. Well, that's where we're going. Because oh, okay. I thought now that we're going to make activities Olympic sports, what else could we make Olympic sports? Uh-oh. <laughs> I got a list. All right. Richard, be ready because people could complain. I may need your help. <laughs> so not only do I have the, the sport, I have my personal pick to win that sport and why. Okay? Um, I'm, I'm a little scared. First one was already canceled due to no competition. Okay. World Wars. Oh. We're 2-0. and oh, Nobody can hang. Yeah. It's done. over. USA wins, hands down, gold medal. <laughs> um, this one's kind of a jumbled category, but in one t- 
title is just going to be laundry. Japan and China run away. They sweep the event totally. <laughs> Gold, silver, medal, bronze, everything. It's <laughs> no contest whatsoever. God damn. There was an excited. There, there's another exciting event. I'm looking forward to this one, and that's driving. Oh, now, in this one, I have Germany sweeping the event because they have the autobahn. That dri- you can't hang with Germany when it comes to driving because they have roads that there are no speed limits. Okay. Okay. The bad news is the USA will not qualify because we'll get disqualified due to road rage. Okay. <laughs> and if you've driven in Florida, you know what I'm talking about. I don't about. know if we can even field a team because there'll be too many people texting to stay on the course. Yes. The, the USA is going to fail miserably in the category of driving in the Olympics. Okay? Oh, that's funny. Okay. And sadly enough, Japan and China will not qualify. <laughs> Just wanted to bring that up. <laughs> well, yeah, but okay. since they're running away with the laundry event, apparently they'll be happy. You can't. Ha- just <laughs> don't even field the team because it's not going to do any good. <laughs> um, th- this one I'm pretty excited about, protesting. Yep, it's going to be pretty solid. Um, protesting? I'm, uh, protesting. Oh, protesting. protesting. Okay, I got you. Now, Hell no, we won't go. <laughs> exactly, yes. You know, so I thought for sure the USA is going to, take gold you know with all the angry vegans and you know with angry everybody 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 wants to protest everybody i mean everybody but what's gonna happen this is my prediction we will win the gold but we will get disqualified because the vegans won't even show up to take the gold instead they're going to want to go protest the olympic committee so we're not even going to show up they're going to take our medal and and give it to japan you know what the protesting they have going on about the extradition stuff? Yes, yeah. they do. They're, I mean, millions of people, pro- million people protesting. They, they know what they're doing. So, uh, and they're organized, and nobody shot anybody. Yeah, and they're doing it peacefully. Yeah, but yeah, look for Japan to take the gold and protesting. Uh, let's see here, <laughs> that one. <laughs> I know I'm rolling. Oh, here we go. Th- this is this is the big one. Okay, drinking. Oh, now who would who would your odds-on favorite be? Irish, right. Exactly, right? Um, no, I'm kind of going beer fest with this, so it's not just going to be drink. They have to be events. Beer pong, oh. cup, all that stuff. Which is, if you haven't seen it out there, guys, a wonderful movie. Uh, it's it's an American classic. Frustrated. Frustrated. <laughs> <laughs> but I think there's going to be an interesting turn of events in the drinking event. Okay? This is what's going to happen. All right. My, my picks for gold, medal, and silver were going to be Ireland, Scotland, and Germany. Ireland, Scotland, Germany. Ger- Germany. Okay. Okay. I okay. Mean, that, I'm going to borrow that. that that's yep. legitimate, right? Yep. I, I couldn't see anybody beating those three, not even us. But what's going to happen is Scotland, Ireland, and Germany, while competing, are going to beat the living shit out of each other, <laughs> and they're not even going to make the final round. USA <laughs> takes the gold. Yes. Oh, dear God. We are going to send our best frat parties, our frat boys and stuff over there in they're going to win by default because those three countries are going to just kill each other. We can like we can like just send a team from University of Florida or something like that. Yes, yeah, absolutely. Perfect. Now, now here's one that we're all pretty familiar with and again, I'm I'm picking USA to take gold. Not not to cut you off. Keep your mind thought there what what you were talking about there when you were talking about Scotland. Mm-hmm. You remember the old Bugs Bunny cartoon where yes. he's playing golf with the Scottish guys? Uh, every time the I think of somebody, mustache? yes. Every time I think of somebody that's Scottish and drinking, for some reason that cartoon comes to mind. All right, go ahead. <laughs> I love that cartoon. Yes, of course, Looney Tunes. All um, of them. This one, again, I'm USA has to be the odds-on favorite. Grilling, for sure. Barbecue and grilling. 
we will say we we're going to send our best 300 pound athletes from Oklahoma and Texas, and they are going to sweep. And best 300 pound athletes, and they're not even offensive linemen. In Germany, is not going to win. You know why? Why? Because they're the worst. They're the worst. Oh my God. Yep. Let's call back to the dad jokes. Yeah. Well done. Um, we're not going to win everything. Bad well, news. I'm sorry. No, can't. We're, we're not going to because when landscaping happens, Mexico is going to crush <laughs> us. <laughs> Maybe drywalling as but well. The good thing is the USA, we will stand by, look out the window with a cup of coffee and say, damn, that looks good. Yes, you will. <laughs> and we'll just admire that. It's too hot out there for me. So, yeah, um, all seriousness, breakdancing. Where's it going to end? How? I mean, I didn't even know it was still a thing, much less done on five. It's not a thing. When's the last five, time you saw anybody breakdancing? I mean, you have to, for, for, a, for a, uh, a sport to qualify to be in the Olympics, it has to be a, con- a contested, organized sport on five continents. And that means five of six, not five of seven, because there ain't nobody doing shit on Antarctica. Okay, I'm going to add one then. I'm going to add a new one. All right. And it's more legit. It's le- legitimately more legit than breakdancing. That's a fucking T-shirt right there. Exactly it is. Fortnite. Oh. Fortnite. It's con- worldwide. True. And people, kids compete and want to kill each other over it. True. It, I mean, come probably on. It probably makes more money than breakdancing. When I, when I read that, I was like, you've got to be kidding me. The Olympics are just killing me i i i'm just i'm speechless because i just don't understand how you sit and hear that and go yeah I, we, yeah let's do break i mean what are they going to dance to katie perry no it's got to be run dmc it's tricky yeah i mean it's tricky yeah yeah but <laughs> if it's anything it's other tricky. than the electric boogaloo soundtrack i i mean get out that might be the most god-awful soundtrack in the history of man yeah but it was electric it was electric Yep. Deedle, deedle, deedle. Boogaloo. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh my yeah, God, that's y- nuts. Y- you should have seen me sitting there at lunch today, putting that list together. Just again, as I do all the you time. You were probably just giggling so hard you couldn't even eat your food, weren't you? Like an idiot. That's that's awesome. Just like uh, Robert Downey Jr. in Tropic Thunder, farting in the bathtub, <laughs> 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 laughing your ass off. <laughs> Dumbest motherfucker in the room. <laughs> Oh my goodness! Um, yeah, that, that that was my big thing. One other little thing to add on to keep with the uh, entertainment stuff that we'll get into with our Pixar list here in a little bit. I just saw the trailer for the Midway movie today, and it blew me away. I was so excited about this. I know it's not a Pearl Harbor movie, but to see a movie, another World War II movie, come out that looks legitimate and doesn't have a love story attached to it. It's a it's a legit World War II movie. With Roland Emmerich is the director who loves to blow. Em- Independence Day was his big. Yep. I mean, he, dude loves to make disaster movies. Well, didn't he do? Um, didn't he do the Day After Tomorrow? And yes. Didn't he do Stargate? And uh, he's done a lot of those destruction movies. Big. Yeah. I, he's a. He does blockbuster movies. Yeah. He does big movies for sure. Um, kind of like Michael Bay, but good. Gooder, I should say. Gooder. 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 I say. Um. I can't even say that. I like Michael Bay. He's crazy. Bad Boys Two was my all-time favorite I action. I movie. like the Transformers movies. They're not. They're not. They are what they are. Exactly. Yep. I don't. I don't. I'm not. I'm not expecting Shakespeare from from uh, um, Optimus Prime. Yeah. I give me just a weak story, okay, and then the ship blows up for two hours, okay. On that note, if I hear another person watch an Adam Sandler movie and say they would 
were pissed because it was so bad, you deserve to be smacked in the face because you're watching an Adam Sandler movie. Right. Now to get to finish up the Midway movie. Yes. Watch the if you haven't seen the trailer yet. Did, did you you watch it right? I did. I think I sent it to you and Richard. Yeah, I did. I was floored. I think it looks fantastic. It's just a trailer. I'm easy to please, but this looks a good World War II movie. Yeah, Midway was the also the straw that broke Japan's back in World War II. It's it's it was a very pivotal, and there's some espionage that goes on in that. I hope I hope that they show that in the movie. But it looks there's actually been three movies made about Midway. Yeah, there was Midway in 1970. It was either 76 or 79. I think it was 79. And then there was a movie made in the 80s, which I actually have in my queue, but have never watched, called The Final Countdown. Okay. And the premise of this is the Battle of Midway, but we went back. We were able to send like some fighter jets back in time, or uh, or like a carrier. What? Yeah, I, I mean it's totally bullshit, okay. ridiculous. But it was an 80s movie. I haven't seen it, but I'd like to see you know some F-14s going up against some Japanese, uh, you know, zeros. Why stop there? Let's double down. Let's send Goose and Maverick. Oh. Come on. Well, you can't. Goose is dead. Yeah, but he. the good news is he can look in 360 degrees. That's true. He can spin his neck around like <laughs> the exorcist. <laughs> Iceman all day long. Iceman. Give me Iceman all day long. Uh, so so that does look really good. Um, I, was, I was pretty excited about that. And I had something else I was going to say, and I totally forgot. Adam Sandler. Oh, yes. I watched the new Adam Sandler movie on Netflix. I want to see it. I actually read an article about it. You can go first. I enjoyed it. Now, again, it's an Adam Sandler movie, but it had Jennifer Aniston in it. It had Luke Evans in it, who I like a lot. Uh, Luke Evans was the guy that played Dracula in Dracula Untold. Yep. Another. It's Chris Evans' son. One of my favorite, like, actually, <laughs> you're such a liar. <laughs> I just pulled a Greg. That caught me like 10 seconds later. <laughs> Um, it was a fun movie. I, it's a murder mystery. The, he he's he is a detective. Well, he's trying to be a detective, but he's a cop. And they go on this big, luxurious billionaire cruise, and someone gets murdered. And it's a fun movie. It it, it is what it is. Yeah, it's an outstanding movie. I mean, don't don't tell me that Billy Madison is a is a, a movie masterpiece. It, it's an incredible movie. It goddamn right, it is. It, it's an incredible movie. Who but I told it's you to say that. Did the penguin tell you to say that? It's too damn hot for a penguin just yeah. be walking around. <laughs> What day is it? The article I read October? said <laughs> <laughs> something I was supposed to do today. Yes. Um, the article I read said that if, with the viewership that it got, if that had been a theatrical release, it would have debuted at a $128 million weekend. I'm telling you, right, it compared to some of the other movies that he's put out, which, of course, I've seen them all, this is probably his best one. I don't, I don't. Do Over was fun. Yeah, with David Spade. It, 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 it was, was fun. This is a better movie. Cool, and it, it's it it does have some funny scenes. In I it. don't subscribe to the whole. It would have made 128 million dollars because there's a lot more people that would watch it on Netflix because it's already paid for than would have gone to the theater. And you can watch it on your couch. A exactly. But That's but huge. they have. I mean, if they got that type of ratings and viewership, they're going to keep doing them. I know that he signed a sixth movie deal yes. with them, and I don't know if this was number four or number five. Or was it ridiculous number six? I don't. I don't think it was six. It might have been the ridiculous six. Yeah, I just. I see what you did yeah, there. Yeah, you see what yeah, I did there. Yeah, that was. Yeah, not good. Yeah, it was all right. I'll, I'm gonna let it go though. But I giggled. Go. Yeah, uh, you did. I, I, I giggled. I liked hey, it. As long as it makes me chuckle a few times, I'm. Listen, I'm, I'm down. There's some idiot out there named Philip that's laughing at that. Yes. <laughs> right now he has coworkers <laughs> looking at him like, "What are you laughing at?" Funny story about Phil. He told me I forget which episode it was, but. He's listening to. He works in the in the mailroom, 
in the he calls it like a dungeon because he has no windows he can't see outside so he listens to us on his earbuds you know on on his phone just like the rest of us do or in the car or whatever he was laughing so hard i guess that people just kept looking over at him giving the stink eye like hey idiot you know knock it off but he couldn't stop laughing so hard so i'd tell him to get over and get their own earbuds yeah you know i i could i can come to work and i can laugh or I can come to work and I can fart. Which one would you like? <laughs> Your move, dickhead. Yeah, right? <laughs> Here, so, yeah. Let, let, me, let me help you make that choice. <laughs> yeah. No shit. So um, I also found something else out this week that Go. you, you uh, it's, it's one of our pet peeves. I get at least one advertisement a day on my Facebook thread to get, to get the DC app. Mm-hmm. Okay. And of course, everybody that listens, you know that we're upset about the Swamp Thing uh, being canceled. I saw the theory from a writer that Swamp Thing got canceled because DC will be folding their app by the end of the year. Would not surprise me. Apparently, they are having severe issues with uh, membership. People don't like what's available, even though there's a ton of stuff that's available on there. There's not a lot of mainstream stuff that's on there. I can tell you firsthand, there's not. Yeah, Uh, Because when I subscribed, when I signed up for this, specifically for the Swamp thing, I'm like, let's see what else it's got. So when I did, and not to cut you off, but I went and I checked. I looked at their their catalog of comics, which is pretty big. A lot of stuff, newer and older. The movies and stuff, that content that they have, it's not that impressive. I mean, do I really want to go back and watch Lois and Clark again? That was the big thing. Everybody was saying, your your forte right now, your biggest thing you have are your DC animated movies. You know things like the Killing Joke and which and, is great and Flashpoint. Oh yeah, those they're they're de- they're animated movies are tits. They they own, are fantastic. They own that category, but they have like a tenth of what's available on the app, and they don't give you any of the newer stuff because they want you to go buy the exactly. DVD. So it, it, I will say, fuck you, DC. If that's how you're going to treat them, if if you're going to charge me seven dollars a month, give me a reason. Because you know what, I didn't watch Lois and Clark when it was on TV. I didn't either. Why am I going to pay to go back and watch it? It was it was supposed to be a good show, but everything that I saw about it, it was almost like it was a moonlighting, but it was Lois and Clark. Yeah, it's uh. To me, uh, for the little that I watched it, it was, it's a Superman love show. I don't want to see that. No. it's I want to see that as much as I want to see a love story in yeah. Pearl Harbor. Well, you didn't. Yeah, right? Yeah. Did that movie want to make you put an ice pick in your ear? It made me want to fast forward to the second half of the movie. Exactly what it, that's I exactly what it did. You know, you know what I hated the worst about that movie? What I hated the worst about that movie is all that shit that went on. And and I'm not even going to say spoilers because the movie's like 15 years old. If I spoiled it for you, tough titties. Shame on you. Right? At the end, after all that shit that goes on, he's like, as he's dying, oh, no, you have a kid. Yeah. <laughs> when Affleck did that Surprise. to him. I was like, oh, you bastard. Yeah, <laughs> Why don't you just let him go? This is not what I'm watching a movie called Pearl Harbor for. Ugh. But anyway. Anyway. Bigger, we, better we, things. We, 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 yeah, I'm gonna learn English next week. No regrets. No regrets. No regrets. Yeah, DC. I've I've beat that horse oblivious. It's it sucks. It's stupid. Whoever's making these decisions needs to be removed. And we'll see. It, the fact that it, it will fold by the end of the year does not surprise me in the least. And I pray and I hope 
that Swamp Thing gets picked up by somebody somewhere and they continue making that show because it is a damn good show. I'd like to see it picked up by somebody that is cable ready. You know, Showtime or something. I don't want to see Netflix pick them up. And the reason I don't want to see Netflix pick them up is because I don't think it's going to last very long on Netflix because that's their M.O. If you're not something huge like a Stranger Things or or I, I can't even think of some of the other uh, um, original programming they have, you only get two or three seasons and it's, it's over. I can tell you right Excuse now me, that it's the over. quality of this show, it could be that big thing. It's that good. But you just, you know, you'll have to watch it when you get around to it. But right. it's um, that's why I'm so pissed about it. I know. You got anything else here I before got, break? I got nothing I else. got one more thing. Go. We talked last week, and this is just an update, about the Tampa Bay Rays have decided that they want to try and explore playing half the season in Tampa and half the season the in Tampa Montreal. Tampa Bay Expos? Yeah. Um, we <laughs> didn't even mention last week, what would you call them? We never even talked about what would they be. Would they be the, would be, they be the Tampa Bay Expos? Would they be the Montreal Rays? Would they be the Tampa Bay Rays Expos? This has actually happened one time before in history of the basketball team. What? Yeah, it was in the Midwest, and I want to say it was St. Louis the Flint Tropics. and Omaha. I saw, uh, if, if it was the Flint Tropics, then it would have been Flint worth watching. Flint Tropics. I'm Jackie Moon. Right? <laughs> um, <laughs> oh, what, what does he say? Um, oh, I can't, I'm, I'll have to think about it. I'll, I'll, I'll give you the line. He smacks that player across the face. Yeah, but it's, uh, it's a, one of the lines that he says that just is hysterical to me. They said this week they had this big press conference down in St. Petersburg. And, again, this is local news for us, but it is MLB, so we can talk about it. It's a national story. We, yeah, we can make it MLB. The Yankees suck. Okay, so moving on to something else in the MLB. Fair enough. Um, they said that they, they have this plan, and they love this plan. And the reason that they're asking for two stadiums is it's okay because the stadiums can be smaller since they're only there for half the time. How does that matter? How, how because that, nobody's going. That's right, why. Right, but how does that? I don't. You, you're going to. You're going to say we can have a smaller stadium because we only play half the games there. Wouldn't you still want twenty five thousand people at each game? And if you can't fill a stadium in Montreal, why are you going there? Well, let, let's not forget that the Washington Nationals were the Montreal Expos. That's right. Because nobody went to the games. Here's my favorite thing that they said at their press conference. Not to mention their press conference is getting them investigated by the city of St. Pete, and the city of St. Pete's about to sue them. Is this the press conference with the owner? Yes. Okay, go. He said, we're exploring this, exploring this option, because we like being first. And my answer to you is, how do you know when the fuck were you first? Well, yeah, that's a great question. <laughs> I mean, they went to the World Series and got literally just – they got some prison sex on them uh, in the World Series by the, by the Phillies. The Phillies just Trump. just dro dropped that ass right. like, like it was a bad habit. But even then, I think they snuck in as a wild card team or something that sure. year. They've never been first. They couldn't even come in first in their division for the Edwin Encarnacion uh, race. Right. They wanted the they wanted the Seattle Mariners to eat too much of his um, of his contract. So don't give me that crap about we like being first. You don't even know what first is. Well, you heard the you heard the, con the I guess you could say the the answer by the mayor of St. Pete, right? I, I heard it, yes, but I don't remember exactly what part you're referring to. Uh, where he said that, hey, when they're ready to come and talk to us about a new stadium and where they, that's great. But we're not paying for when it. When they want to come talk to us about the mutual uh, being mutual on yeah. a stadium, 
and us providing land and then providing the stadium, yeah. Yeah, we'll talk. Otherwise, you're going to get the finger until 2028, and you're going to go somewhere else, and you know who's going to build your stadium for you then? Nobody. Nobody. That ship has sailed as far as pro sports go. It, they slid them by the, fa- the fans in the 90s. Remember how many stadiums got built in the late 90s and in the mid-2000s? Well, if you remember, you know who the Trop was originally built for, right? It was built for the San Francisco Giants or the, the Chicago, Chicago White, White Sox. Sox. But then, then the White Sox said, nope. No, we're good. And then they tried to get the San Francisco Giants, and right. the Giants told them. But the number of stadiums, football, baseball, hockey, uh, and, and basketball, that got built in that like 10 to 12-year window, it's not happening anymore. That's the reason the Chargers left San Diego, because the people wouldn't build them a stadium. Nobody wants to build you, Mr. Billionaire, a stadium. Why are we doing that for you? Right. These guys, these, the, the, I'm going to say something. We got a bunch of stupid people in this country, but some of them are actually starting to wise up. Right. Because they want you to build their stadium, then they want you to pay $69.95 for a soda once you pay $80 for your ticket to get in. Yeah. Screw you, man. Screw uh, you. Ain't that right, too, Tampa Bay Buccaneers? Too far, sir. Too far. Too far. And in the, w- in, the, in the immortal words of Kelly Kapoor, how dare you? Yeah, I have questions. Number one, how dare you? <laughs> <laughs> All right. My, uh, my glass is empty over here. What do you say we uh, go to a commercial break and we'll be back in a few? Agreed. Love it. Harumph. See you on the other side. <laughs> we want our listeners to be a part of the Top 5 for Fighting podcast. How can you do that, you might ask? Well, Mike and I are going to tell you. You can share a Charmin story with us. If you ever experienced the worst of the worst, whether it's bad service, terrible airplane or theater seatmate, horrible movie, a defective product, or anything else, Top 5 for Fighting wants to give you a chance to dump all over it. Send us your stories. Or you can share a Florida story with us. It could be a true story, something that happened to you in the past, just anything crazy, share it with us. Florida's famous for its beaches, sunshine, alligators, and, let's face it, a bunch of weird, crazy people that are here. You may have heard me on previous episodes sharing stories on the podcast with some weird things in Florida that that people just do. Have you witnessed anything truly outrageous or strange Floridian behavior? Share it with us. We'd love to hear about it. I'm sure everyone else would love to hear about it, too. How could you not? Right? We'll read a Charmin story, a true Florida story during the second podcast of each month. If we don't pick your story for the regular podcast, we may still read it, your story, during, get this, Greg, future bonus episodes bonus bonus episodes bonus episodes i like it we're putting together a patreon page and we'll be making bonus content available for our contributors so submit your story visit top five for fighting.com that's top five the number five fighting.com and we are back our glasses are full our notes are half scribbled out with more to go and we got a special guest for the second half of this show we just totally pulled an audible and yeah, we did. Brought in the marketing genius. Wait, what did Phil call her? He called her the, the marketing wizard lady or something like that. Spe- no, I call her the marketing lady. I can't remember. I'll have to go back. Brilliant genius or something, something like, like the that. Marketing yeah. brilliant genius, yeah. Um, I'm uh, blushing. I'm blushing. Susan, Susan is going to be on the show here with us because Hello. of all the people that are involved in this, uh, she probably knows Pixar movies the best. So Yes, I, I, I know she knows more than I do. Um, I know that. Well, and it's not often I can say that about movies. Well, you know what, though? Um, we can start off because the, the rest of the show is basically dedicated to Pixar. The reason we're right. doing this is because we got Toy Story 4 just came out. Sure. And I don't care who you are. You, you know damn near every character in Toy Story. Exactly. And, and to, to me and Susan uh, uh, as well, 
the brilliance of Pixar movies is that they're a cartoon that are legitimately geared towards adults. Kids love them, but adults can watch them and can enjoy them. And yeah, they've had a couple of duds, but overall, they've pretty much hit a home run every not time many. they've touched some something. Not, no, no. And even their duds are are money making monsters. Right. So that leads us. What? Why don't wh- let's do this first? Okay. Say hello to the audience, Susan. Hello, audience. Hello, audience. So um, now you guys get to deal with what I get to deal with every wh- every night, and now you know why I can never keep my mind on what I'm supposed to keep oh, it on. Per- perhaps a little less shrill, but yes, you get oh, to deal with that. Oh, just a little less shrill. <laughs> shrill. Shrill. Okay, so um, having said that, uh, I am bringing back, instituting um, the game portion this weekend. Um, and I it love games. I, I love games, too. Now, these, this is not a super easy game, but... As I was trying to figure out a game, I obviously wanted to make it Pixar-based. Sure. And um, I saw some things that were just mind-blowing involving Pixar movies. So Pixar has, to this date, counting Toy Story 4, okay, they have 21 movies that have been theatrical releases. What? They have 21. Now, I was mistaken, and I thought Planes... And Planes 2 and Planes 3 were Pixar. They are not. They are Disney. Okay. So those are not in the category there. Mike, I'd like for you to tell me <laughs> what the benchmark is money-wise for a movie these days. Like, how do, how do we say, oh, that movie that movie's doing pretty solid? Domestic. Tell me domestic. Domestically? Yeah. I mean, you'd have to go look no farther than the Marvel movies, like... No, I mean, um, I mean, like, how do we how do we say a movie's no, popular no, that, because that, that, it made? Uh, I'm thinking of how like the benchmark money wise. Oh, I like got you. If if a movie like Jesus anymore, it sounds like if a movie opens to anything less than thirty to fifty million dollars on opening weekend, they say, oh, it's going to bomb. Oh, it's going to tank. Right. And it's, I mean, I'd have to say thirty million dollars. Now take away the big blockbusters. Like if a movie opens to less than, I'll say twenty five million dollars, it's considered a bomb. And that's on opening weekend. Yes, it is. So in its domestic run, what do either one of you think is the benchmark for a successful movie? I mean, obviously, it's about making back what you put into it. But the goal everybody tries to hit is... $100 million. $100 million. Pretty much. That's what everybody's looking to make, Lately, right? Lately, yes. I would like for you to tell me, of the 21 movies that Pixar has released, how many of them did not make $100 million? Out of 21... And, th- and that's domestic. This I'm going to guess y- you'd have to think any of the Cars follow-ups, the planes, because I did do two planes, right? Yeah, but the planes planes are not Pixar. That planes are Disney. Disney. Oh, planes they, are Disney. Yeah, okay. they planes did Cars, up. Cars 2, and Cars 3. Okay, so the, I'm, pl- the I'm Cars follow-ups, the good dinosaur, and there's a third one that I cannot remember the name here's, of. Here's a handful of the, of the movies. I mean, Toy Story, okay, The Monsters, Inc., okay, Cars, uh, Inside Out, Brave, Coco, The Incredibles, Wally, Ratatouille, oh, and, about Ratatouille. and the new and the and the Nemos. Okay, so of those twenty-one movies, how many of those movies did not make a hundred million? I'm gonna say, out of twenty-one that did not make it, of mm-hmm. uh, f- I'm gonna go with fifteen that did not make a hundred million. That did not make a hundred million. What about you? I- I'm gonna be way conservative, and I'm gonna say. Six. If I said zero, would that surprise you? Yeah, especially with Toy Story franchise alone and Monsters Inc. The zero. Oh, you're saying oh, they're, they're okay. So I asked how many didn't make. Right. And you said fifteen, 15. did not make a hundred million. Did not make a hundred million. 
the lowest grossing domestic box office movie. Um, oh, damn, I just had it. You have to forgive me here. Was one hundred and twenty three million dollars. That was domestic, and that was the Good Dinosaur. So every one of them. Every made over Pixar that. movie released has made a hundred million dollars. Jesus Christ! They're printing their own money. They are. They have produced these movies at a cost of two point nine three eight billion dollars, and their total domestic take is five point seven three four billion. That's insane. Their worldwide take is $13.577 billion. So they have put out $3 billion to produce these movies and make these movies, and they have made 13 and a half. Now, all of them have made $100 million, and I just told you that The Good Dinosaur was the lowest grossing. What do you think is their highest grossing, and what do you think it made? I'm going to say the highest grossing is... I want to say Toy Story because it's just it's an easy one. I want to say either Toy Story one or The Incredibles, and I'm just gonna say Incredibles two because I know that was pretty highly anticipated. For Holy shit! Nailed it. Thank you. Incredibles two made 1.2 billion worldwide. That's what I do, folks. Yep. Kids movies. Now also <laughs> keep keep <laughs> keep in mind, if I remember correctly, there are only three animated movies that have grossed $1 billion. All three of them are Pixar. Do you know what number two is? Uh, Now, granted, Toy Story 4 has only been out for a week. As of right now, worldwide, they are at $279 million. That was two days ago. Right. So we we will take that out. Right. Uh, Toy Story 3? Toy Story 3. Yep. Susan knows more about Pixar movies than I do. Well, in well I fairness, was abstaining because you and I talked about right, this last night. Right. I don't know number yeah. three, though. No, I know, but I'm saying he's – and he's. It, um, I thought there's no way he's going to get these. Okay. Yeah, but you notice how I'm talking myself through this like I'm on Who Wants to Be a right? Millionaire? Okay, so so that one is at $1.068 What's number three? Now, Susan, you can guess because you don't know this one, so I can go over with it with you. Number three. Is Brave on that list? Brave is on that list. I'm going to say I don't Brave. I don't think Brave got that much. I'm 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 gonna can I can I tie it? I, I'm In my sure. mind I'm thinking it's either Toy Story two or Finding Nemo. It's oh, finding it's finding, finding Dory. Dory. I oh, forgot finding about Finding Dory. Finding Dory, one point zero two one million. Yep. That makes sense. Okay, so I have here's where the game portion is gonna kick in. So there's the top three. Incredibles two, and then Toy Story three, and then Finding Dory. Give me four of the rest of the top ten. And Mike, you can go first. Okay. What what was the top list again? Number two, or number one was Incredibles two. Yep. And number two was Toy Story three, and number three was Finding Dory. Okay. Now those were the only bo- toy. Those are the only Pixar movies that have made over a billion dollars. Okay. And I, I am going. I am going off worldwide gross for this, not domestic. Although they're pretty damn close both ways as far as the top 10 goes. I'm going to say Cars. Cars did not make the top 10. Holy shit, really? Yep. Cars made worldwide $461 million. $461 million, guys, and it's not in the top 10. That's insane. That's Monsters, Inc. Monsters, Inc. did not make the top 10. Toy Story 2. Toy Story 2 did not make the top 10. This is crazy. All right, I'm, I'm tapping. 
What's the rest? Inside Out. Inside Out was number five. Ratatouille. Ratatouille was number nine. Well, yeah, I'm I'm floored. And kind of pissed because I thought the game part was all the stuff I was getting right. <laughs> <laughs> so I was all excited. <laughs> and then you just pissed all over that joy. Well, you still got you still got two more guests. I mean, I'll I'll throw names out there. You got you've got the two Incredibles. You've got both Finding Nemo's. You have three Toy Stories. About it, Incredibles one. Incredibles one was number ten. Was number ten? Yes. Incredibles wow. one was number ten. Monsters University. Monsters University was number seven. Uh, Cars two. Coco. Coco was number six, and I have not seen Coco because I'm like I'm not interested, and I have not talked to a single person has not talked about how incredible that movie is. I yeah, it's the same. Cars two did not make the top ten. It was five. It made five hundred sixty million worldwide, and it did not make the top ten. I can't get over how much money these movies made. It, it's rid- it's ridiculous. It's, it's insane. That's that. Th- those all right there to put it in perspective. Those all made more than Captain Marvel. Wow. Captain Marvel's at like four hundred eighty something right now. Yeah, that's now. Let me tell you something that's gonna blow your freaking mind. Do it. Toy Story was released on November twenty second, nineteen ninety five. Opening weekend, it did $29.1 million. Domestically, it did $191 million. Worldwide, it did $364 million. Okay. That was massive for a cartoon movie because it, it, it kind of brought in the CGI movies. Toy Story was the first real big mainstream one sure. that happened. What was the next movie? After Toy Story? Yeah. You know it. It's one of your favorites. Monster, Dave, Dave Foley. Inc? Bugs Life. Oh, Bugs Life. Uh, Bugs Life. Yeah. Oh, yeah. flick. A Bug's Life. Love me some Dave Foley. A, a <laughs> you know what? We'll we'll talk afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> now, Toy Story went to just set the world on fire. Everybody's like, holy crap, where's Pixar? Who, who are they doing? A Bug's Life debuted opening weekend. This is where it blows my mind. What do you think it made opening weekend? Bug's Life? Yes. Opening weekend? Yes. Domestically? Yes. Uh, 130. Million? I'm on spot now. Yeah, you are. And I'm trying not to get deep dead air. Yeah. I am going to guess 200 million. Bob, I'm going to go with 200. $291,000. I got the shaka shut up. Its opening wow. weekend was two, no, because you went over. $291,000. And it made $363 million worldwide. 162 in the U.S. DVD 30 sales, Blu ray sales. No, no, no. That, that's box office. That's not Blu-ray. That's box you office. Know, are box I'm saying where they only. made all their money, but th- they had to have made a ton of money on the DVD and home release. I'm sure they did. Right. But it opened in theaters first weekend, two hundred and ninety-one thousand dollars, and it made a hundred or three hundred sixty-three overall. What I'm saying is that Toy Story blew up. It was on fire, and the next movie, everybody's like, "Yeah, three hundred thousand dollars on its opening weekend." Well, DreamWorks also came out with with, with ants the same yep. yes, the they same did. year to try to. I'm also curious as to see what movie it came out against. Yes, but still, a kids movie in the summer, three hundred thousand. I, I feel like nothing. I feel like that number skewed somehow, somewhere. Like maybe it was a limited rela- release. Right. Here's the one that blew my mind: Toy Story opening week. Toy Story two opening weekend, three hundred thousand dollars. It made five hundred eleven million. Did it come out in the summer? Yeah, Toy Story two was a summer release. Wow, that's crazy. So the top ten, the top ten was Incredible Two, and then it was Toy Story Three, and then it was Finding Dory, 
Number four is Finding Nemo. Number five is Inside Out. Number six was Coco. Number seven is Monsters University. Number eight is Up. Number nine is Ratatouille. And number 10 is The Incredibles. Wow. Right? A lot of movies that I totally uh, forgot about. Now, the, this is the thing that cracks me up. The, of that top 10, it's not even like, it's not even their mainstays. Right. You know what I mean? It's not, it's not Incredibles. It was Incredibles 2, which I guess makes sense because it was oh, oh, so, oh, so anti- anticipated. anticipated. But I was just super surprised when I started looking at the numbers. I know we probably spent a little bit too long on that. We bored you guys to death. But that's, that's the, the monster, no pun intended, that we're dealing with in Pixar here. It's absolutely crazy. Yeah, it's great because I know when, you know, way back when we started trying to piece together, you know, what we were going to do certain weeks for our list and stuff like that. When Pixar came up, I was like, ugh, because I, you know, the reason being not that I don't like Pixar movies is just because when Monsters, Inc., Toy Story, I mean, my kids were at that age. Like, those were prime movies in one year. uh, (laughs) Dylan had an awesome Sully costume, big blue. I mean, it was a one p. Get in it, furry zip up. He'd kill me if I showed anybody the pictures now, but it was amazing. And I mean, those were the the wheelhouse because they were at that age. Yeah. And now it's like, even because I knew we were doing Pixar this week, I forced myself to watch Cars three on Netflix. Oh, good for you. No, not you, good. For you could have picked a better one, bro. That you movie sucked. Could. I told you I'd walk you through this, and you you text me and go, "I'm watching Cars 3. What was my reply? I know. Why? I know. Yeah. <laughs> but here's the thing: I didn't hate the movie because of the movie story itself. Going all through the movie, how he's trying, he gets in a huge accident, all state of the art cars, and he's not king dingling anymore. And spoilers. As it gets through to the big, what did they call it? The Florida 500, which <laughs> is so funny. I'm like, come on, guys. You're, you're not even trying. That's really sad, yeah. So he goes through this horrible accident. He's trying, you know, it's like a Rocky movie. He goes, he's goes back to the old dirt track to train and get better and get better and get better. And then he gets to the big race. And, and then he quits and he gives a spot up to a girl car. He Come on, being, he was being he was being uh, no bullshit because all you did he just made Lightning McQueen a quitter. <laughs> it had nothing to do with the fact that he no, he still drinks and it. smokes. I, it's <laughs> I was like you, I was so mad that I wasted an hour and a half on this movie. Leading up to it, the hour of the movie was great. It was it was a good story. It was fun to watch. It was like you're rooting for Lightning again, and it was just you know like oh, this isn't bad. And then <laughs> shit the bed. Yeah, well, get bar- out of here. Barring the the cars segment of of the the pixar i mean most of them if they're done and done right the toy stories the inside out the monsters inc the way that they go about making films at pixar is pretty incredible not just from a a technology standpoint and i posted retweeted something on on our twitter account today that showed the difference between how they did it with the technology especially with animal fur they kind of presented like here's the dog that they had in the first Toy Story. And in Toy Story 4, they have that cat and the difference between it and everything they had to do to render it. But in terms of what they're doing... Groundbreaking technology. Yeah, but in terms of the storyline, too, they really put... The directors really put themselves through the ringer in terms of what is this movie really about? You know, how are our characters going to develop? I don't... I didn't never... I never really saw that in Cars too, too much. Maybe Cars 1... 
Yeah, there wasn't a lot of character development in Cars. I mean, just the fact that you know he lost and now he wanted to be better. Yeah, but Burt Reynolds was a car. How awesome was that? Yeah, it was. It was awesome. <laughs> Smoking. Great. So we actually saw we saw Toy Story four last night, and, and you know it what? Was great. It's really good. Yeah, it's I, really good. The, I wouldn't expect anything less. To 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 segue into that, when we first I ca- when we came up this idea, this the idea for this show was actually Susan's, and her idea was was fuck you Pixar. Mm-hmm. Because we sit down and we watch this movie, and we're going to watch this light, happy, go lucky movie, and you're eight minutes into it and you're crying. And I'm not going to lie to you, I motherfuckers, I cried last night. I, w- I was pissed. I, w- I was I was pissed off that I cried because I knew I'm going. I'm going to cry. I'm going to cry. I'm going to cry. And here I am, a grown ass <laughs> man in a cartoon, wiping my eyes. You know, oh, look, I got some, I got some suntan lotion in my eyes. You know, that that type of thing. It amazes me the way Pixar can take these stories and they make them a childhood movie and you relate to them as an adult. Like me forever, I will never be able to watch Monsters, Inc. and not see my granddaughter as Boo. And it like sucks you in because you're like, oh, she's cute, but not. But it's different than when it's like, oh, that's my granddaughter. And the whole, the way they take these movies and, and bring you into it and all of a sudden you're just bawling like a little girl. The short... Before The Incredibles 2, oh, if I can ever get my hands on the guy that, that person guy. that wrote that and made it, holy, that I, I, you might as well just be watching like your favorite kid get a family member die of cancer. It, it, was, it was brutal. There were two things about it. The, the short he's talking about is, is I believe it's, I'm, and forgive me if I'm pronouncing it wrong, it's called Bao. And it's about a woman who makes a dumpling that comes to life, and then she treats it as her son. And it's really just an analogy for the fact that her son has grown up, and is getting ma- is getting married to uh, another uh, uh, a young woman, and she's she can't deal with it. So there were two things about it. One was the emotional journey she went through and not being able to let him go, and the heartbreak that she felt. But also at the end, when the dumpling was trying to leave home with the girlfriend, she shoves it in her freaking mouth. And it was, eats it, it. It. It, was uh, it was odd. <laughs> oh my but God. but you're crying the whole time. But here's the best part, and this is what's making me so happy right now. I always get teased for being a baby when it comes to movies. Um, Captain America gets the hammer for the first time. Tears. Uh, spoilers. If you haven't seen it by now, then whatever. if you haven't seen it by now, shut up because you you, um, you got no excuse. Black Widow bites it rough. The way that her and uh, Bart were saying, you know, basically arguing on who who was going to get to do the, do it. Um, Peggy's funeral in Civil War. Uh, there's there's so many. To this day, the ending of Backdraft, the funeral, reminds me of my grandfather's funeral. Gets me every single time. Not once in any Pixar movie have I felt anything close to being sad up or anything like. Never once. So is that because you don't love your kids? <laughs> I'm, I'm kind of, honestly, it's as much as my as much as my kids have made me cry on numerous occasions for all the stuff that they've done and accomplished. Like, no, it like I feel like, may, God, maybe there is a little bit of toughness in me because never once has a Pixar movie made me feel like that. I love toys, you know, the Toy Story movies, the Monsters Inc., funny laugh, all that stuff, but. But it's how you relate to them. Good for it's, me. It's, yeah, it's how it's how you, <laughs> yeah right. It's how you see them. Here's here's something I wanted to present to you. I'm going to say that Woody is Captain America in a cowboy hat. And you're going to you're going to laugh at me and I'm going to give you I'm going to give you my reason no, why. I'm trying to find it. I'm I'm trying to Captain, trying to think about Captain it. America is as selfless a superhero as you can get. That's why we both like him so much. Worthy. It's always about other people. It's always about doing the right thing. 
If you take away the first 30 minutes, 40 minutes of the first Toy Story. When he was trying to kill every when other he was to- jealous. When he was trying to kill Buzz. When he was jealous. As soon as he realized. <laughs> Threw his ass out the window. Right? right? <laughs> as soon as he realized that what he had done had made Andy unhappy, at that point, everything else ceased to exist. In all three movies, it was always about, I have to get back to Andy because Andy needs to be happy. Toy Story 4 was no different. It was all about the little, the little kids. In Toy Story 4's name's Bonnie. Everything he did in this movie, he was, and, and, and last night he did things of himself that were for everybody else. For Forky, he, he literally, they portrayed him, they made him Captain America as a, as a cowboy. And it was, it was really odd. And it's funny because when you watch it, if you were a Captain America, Mark, you would probably be like, oh, wow, I can really see how they did that with him. And, and they made it. It was all about everybody else and keeping everybody happy. And it was kind of cool to relate to it that way. You'll cry the next time you watch it because all you'll see is Captain America animated. So at any point yeah. in that movie, did any character say, go fork yourself? No. Damn it. No, because right, it's rated G. <laughs> G for go fork yourself. Well, That's spoiler alert. Basically, in the situation that you see Woody in, in this thing, he's shelved, basically. he gra- She grabs all her toys and she leaves him in the closet. Retired. Right. So, And she pulls, she pulls the... the Sheriff badge off of him, puts it on. Can't think of the name of the girl, cowboy. What's her Jessie. name? Jesse. Jesse. Sorry. Oh my God. He um, wish he wished that he was Jesse's toy. Jesse's toy. Bam. Mm-hmm. That's a good callback. Right. Nice. Yeah. So he's in the closet, and you know she's goes to the first grade and or kindergarten, and she's feeling left out. No one wants to talk to her, so she makes Forky, voiced nice. by Tony Hale, who is brilliant in just about anything he does anyway and he's all about protecting Forky because Forky makes Bonnie happy I'm just waiting for the movie that comes out about Andy's mom and her toys I mean that's that's been on the internet I, it, it is and I think it's a brilliant idea that so won't be Pixar <laughs> yeah it, it'll be might be vivid <laughs> <laughs> not Pixar <laughs> vivid so just, <laughs> just before we do our top five, we wanted to bring up a couple things that show you the, the crap that Pixar does to, to play with your heartstrings. Um, the first one we had was uh, Jesse's story in Toy Story 2 when she's talking about, you know, they, 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 Woody's like, we got to get back. And she's like, no, because, you know, this is what happened to me. And the girl loved her. And then the girl gave her away. And then she was in a box. And you're sitting there going, oh, this poor toy. You're, 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 you're weeping. You're crying. That's a whole montage. It didn't even it need is. words. It was yeah, it was just, just a song, song in the background. It was, and of course, it was Melissa Etheridge. So every, as you're oh watching it, you're boy. waiting for the dog to show up. <laughs> from the from the Save the Dogs commercial, Melissa. My wife's giving me a crazy Melissa look. Melissa Etheridge. Don't don't you? Not you Melissa Etheridge. Sarah McLaughlin. Sarah, Sarah McLaughlin. Yeah, Melissa Etheridge is a totally different kind of dog story. I'm like, right. so I, I, what does that have to do? <laughs> yeah. Well, she's guys. She's the marketing angel for a reason. She's smarter than me three times over. And inside out, you had Bing Bong sacrificing himself so that Joy could get done what she needed to get done to take care of the of the kid. And and freaking finding Nemo in the first five minutes of the story, Marlin's wife and kids are attacked and destroyed by Barracudas. Murdered. I mean, straight up murdered, straight murder. right? <laughs> uh you had um you had Dory begging Marlin uh Marlin to stay with her, and he was like, you know, I'm done. I'm not, I don't want to be a part of this anymore. She needs, she was begging him. These things are like if you had people's faces there, this would be like a, a, a an Emma Thompson drama you'd be watching. Um, 
when Buzz, and this is the one that, this is the two, next two are the ones that really got me. When Buzz realizes in the first Toy Story that he's actually a toy, when he had just given up and he was just sitting there, it's like me at work on a Tuesday. Arm oh, it's ripped like off us like working Bucky. at Lockheed. Right, like That's us working at Lockheed, is. knowing that life is over. And this is the other one. When the last time in Monsters Inc., when Sully visits Boo for the last time, when they open up the door so he can walk in there and say hi to her, that just it rips me out every time. But then again, I see something else. Joe Stilwell said the first five minutes of Up. I think I cried nine times in the first five minutes of Up. Dude, you're laughing at me. He, I'm 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 not. La- I'm just. You haven't seen it. I'm enjoying the fact that I haven't cried at any of these. Have you movies. seen Up? I no. I had no interest in seeing it. In the first, it's a great movie. But in the first five minutes of Up, I think they you lose. Told me, yeah, you they told lose me about a kid. It last week. He loses his wife. I'm like, oh, uh, Richard, uh, friend of the show, said the last ten minutes of Toy Story three. Dead on. Well, you're sitting there watching this kid. Oh my! I can't even talk. I oh, can't, the, oh my god! I can't talk. About it. I can't mean, talk. You mean the uh, toy concentration camp scene? Yeah, I'm gonna throw up a little bit. My going to the Toy, Toy Story <laughs> three was a little dark. Yeah, but but the that end. Took a wrong turn. But the oh. end when Andy was giving his toys to what ended up being Bonnie. Right. That was pretty dope. And then Susan was when uh, Dory finally finds her home in Finding Dory. Yeah. And her parents had set all the rocks up so they're not because she was, you know, for lack of a better word, a, a mental midget. Right. She was so they had all the rocks to get her back home. That was pretty incredible that, to me. And that that's a, that's another movie that just I think after having a, a granddaughter that just it just brings more emotion sure, to it. Sure, it. it makes so perfect maybe, sense. You know, m- maybe maybe one of your kids, you know. And then one and then one Twitter follower, Colby Mac, who I'm not sure if that's mac and cheese or making fun of Kobe. I'm not sure. No, he's he's either one is I'm acceptable. Kidding. I'm kidding. Either one is acceptable. I, right? He's like, another film Twitter both podcast guy. Right? They 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 both they're both well because yep. macaroni and cheese. Who doesn't like that? Uh, exactly. He his he sent he followed right along with us the opening of Up, the death of Bing Bong, and then he said, "quote Most recently, those ending lines of Toy Story four. Damn. Toy Pixar, I think they're so popular because they're rewatchable, and they're fun to watch, no matter if you've seen them already or not. They don't really lose a lot. But the fact that a kid can watch it and an adult can watch it and they both enjoy it, I think you get a lot of replay out of That's that. That's where all your money's well, made. I, I also, for I, sure. And because they're written very well, like, like you said. Yeah, they're written very well. And I, didn't, I did not expect to, y- you know, when they said Keanu Reeves was doing the voice of Duke Kaboom, I was like, <laughs> oh, okay, yeah, no big deal. Oh my God, he was awesome. It was really he big. Was there was Key a lot Peele. of people, dude. Key and Peele were in it. There was a there was a scene at the very beginning where they had like people that were like hecklers. Right. It was Mel Brooks, Betty White, Carol Burnett, Carl Reiner. and Carl Reiner. It's pretty stud lineup I mean, right there. Well, yeah. I mean, it's Toy I mean, Story Jesus Four. It was, it was it was just. I mean, you had Annie Potts, you had Tony Hale. You, I mean, it was. And it, and you know what, guys? If you if you're not sure if you want to see it because you're not sure if it's going to be good, it's definitely worth seeing, and it's worth seeing on the big screen. But it's you know what 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 always, yeah, and I guess you guess you see it through uh, through every movie, but it, it really does the work that they do at Pixar does show. And there's a, there's a um, a YouTuber, his name is, or he does a a channel called Lessons from a sc- Screenplay, and it's it's really great to watch watch if you ever want to. You know, learn about how things are structured and and how scenes are structured, and he uh, did a whole piece on Inside Out, and the whole process that the director of Inside Out had to go through to really determine how that movie was going to go. Because originally it was going to be joy and fear, 
and it wasn't working out, and Joy was coming across as a total bully. And so she was. It's it's a good so documentary to he watch. He had to do a lot of in inward reflection, which is awfully tough tough to do, and realize that it had to be sadness. And it's a really interesting video to watch if you're into that kind of process. This guy was like six seconds away from losing his mind because he knew what he wanted and he didn't know how to get it. And it took literally him walking through the woods and going, I'm sad. Oh, shit, there it is. I mean, it was really, it was it's, basically it's about like that. emotion that we push away from ourselves so wow. much. And, and inside out, I'm sorry, go ahead. Well, no, I'm just, it's the one emotion we always try to avoid so much. We're okay with anger. We're okay with Greg's fine with sometimes. <laughs> I live in a pit of sadness. Greg embraces, <laughs> Greg embraces that shit. But that's it. But it's the it's the one thing that well, I mean, anger sometimes is is also something that I try to push away in this house. But it's it's. Oh, you know. I welcome it every football season. <laughs> <laughs> she tries to push it away, and then she yet she lives with me, so yeah, she's yeah. Exactly. kind of failing miserably. Exactly. Good luck but with you that. know, usually when somebody's sad, it's always like, oh, buck up, hey, yeah. So, so, so. Anyway, we wanted kind of wanted to talk about that. We know that it kind of left you out a little bit, but it was really kind of where we wanted to go with it. But we we went ahead and made an audible yesterday when I was talking on the phone, and you're like, I haven't cried in any of these, so f you, Greg. And <laughs> big we, time, big time. No, but I've cried at plenty other movies. Oh, me too. Hey, I, I told you on the phone today that 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 thing for Midway today, the trailer for Midway, I teared up when he was when he was at the sh- going down to the ship looking at the picture. I'm a I'm a pull Captain America. Yeah, I think I think we're just gonna have to clockwork orange your ass <laughs> and just sit there with the little things. That's a on messed him. up movie. <laughs> I've never seen it. I, I want to. Ju- it's she just, won't watch it with me. It's disturbing. Yeah, it's, it's, well, it's, it's Kubrick. Rough. It's a rough watch. I, I'm sure it is. Um, I, my biggest thing is I just don't have the interest in Pixar movies anymore, and that's because my kids are grown. It's not that I don't enjoy them, because Incredibles 2 I'm probably going to watch, because I still agree. I can't remember who, maybe it was Kevin Smith or one of those guys that we listened to. Incredibles to this day is still the best Fantastic Four movie we've ever had. Yeah. It's that good. It is. Um, Incredibles is great. And the second one I've heard that it's great, I mean, Samuel Jackson, come on. It's they're good, but yeah. Where else are you going to see Samuel L. Jackson? He's hardly in anything anymore. Yeah, anymore. I mean, he's really getting the shaft on his appearances. <laughs> <laughs> nice, right? Off so, top of my head. So yeah, very well done. I just it, the interest isn't there anymore, and it's, it's understandable. The kids, the, the kids are not kids anymore. I mean, shit. See, that's once that's a trained killer now. That's just <laughs> it. Even when there wasn't any kids, because I remember before Monsters Inc. came out, you know, you've got Billy Crystal, John Goodman. I was like all over it. I'm like, we're going, we're going to opening night. We have to see this. And, but I guess I just like. I'm, I'm a trained killer, and I like cartoons. Yeah, but you're angry. What does that? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know that being you a trained killer <laughs> and being angry work well together. I I think it does. Maybe. I think it works very well. All right. Ask John Wick. He's not, he's not angry. He's he's kind of like you know balsa wood. He's just very incendiary. Balsa wood. Wow. Woody? Fuck this. You're never coming on the podcast again. I'm, I'm, <laughs> coming, back. I'm coming back on for the Shining right. <laughs> Top right. five list, go. So we did the top five list. Oh, I went first last week. Did you? All I right, I'll, I'll start. Um, th- th- finding Nemo. Yeah, it's mean, a good the, one. The, the, the first couple are interchangeable in really no particular order, but I have a solid number one that was very easy for me. But Mine too. Finding Nemo, it was, you know, it was fun. It, you know, it, it is. It's entertaining. It's you know Bruce the shark. It's, I, mean I think I think Finding Nemo was one of the funniest Pixar's because they had a lot of jokes. Like oh I like agree. In the Toy Stories, there's things that make you laugh, but 
Finding Nemo, the dialogue there was, yes. it, and it was fun to watch. Shark, fish are friends, not food. You know, things like that, or just keep swimming, just keep swimming. Yeah. And the way Ellen portrayed Dory was really, really solid. Great. So yeah, my, my five is Finding Nemo. My number five was Inside Out. I liked Inside Out a lot. I mean, it had some good humor too. Plus, the voice casts were great. But I mean, how do you? I can tell you, I've seen half of that. If I've seen the whole thing, it probably would have been in my top five too, because anger cracks me up. You know what? Oh. what just what's his name? Louis Black. Louis Black. Oh, Louis Black. Nobody better to play anger. Destroyed except it. for Thanks maybe you. Thanks for destroying pizza, San Francisco. Yeah, true story. With that is um, the first time I ever got my granddaughter to giggle. Giggle, giggle, <laughs> right? Was with an anger doll, and I would just hold it up in front of her, go, and yep. she would just cackle, 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 cackle. So yep. that was that was a good one. Yeah, I've seen like half of it, and it was it was pretty funny. That that was no, my number five too was Inside Out. Oh, so your number five was Inside Out. <laughs> All right, go ahead, Mike. Uh, number four, uh, Cars, because that one again was entertaining. Is I mean, great. I mean, Owen Wilson. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, t- Tomater. It, Cheech Marin. Oh my God, Cheech is the the low rider that does yep. the paint jobs. <laughs> it, it's brilliant, you know, right? It's really Mater was hilarious. It, it was just and plus it was just a fun story. Burt Reynolds. Yeah, Burt Reynolds. Paul Newman. It was just entertaining. Lots I, enjoy, of I, I enjoyed it. Burt Reynolds, rest rest in peace. Yeah, my number four was Bugs Life, and Bugs Life was just to me it was so different. You you, you made a you made a, a, a movie about insects. And you had great people, Kevin Spacey and Richard Kind and um, Julie Weiss dreyfus and Dave Foley and uh, just... Phyllis Diller. Phyllis Diller, Dennis Leary, Brad Garrett. I, I will just say in that movie, Kevin Spacey as the villain, w- the way he voiced it... Tore it up. It was absolutely convincing. Like, man, I someone needs to step on him. Like, yeah. He was so good in that. <laughs> I, and that's what I remember about that movie is Kevin Spacey before he went all horrible. As the villain in that movie, it was before he went all horrible. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, he was really good in it. Um, that was my number four. What was yours? My number four. Wait cars. a Your score, yours cars. cars. What'd you have for number four? I I had Toy Story four. Really? Yeah, I did. Um, I did not Instant go. Top five. I, Boom. I, well, yeah, I I went. I did not expect much going into it. I I thought it was going to be much much sadder than it was. I think you. Probably welled up a little bit more than I did, not to throw you under the bus, but uh, I, I'm for sure. <laughs> I'm in trouble. No, no, she's not. It's just it's just the way they're done. Incredibly well, mo- they are. They're very well made movies. I I had come home from a, a really bad day of work, and I said, you know what? Screw it. We're gonna go. We're gonna go see the movie. We had talked about it, and it was, and in, I was like, thank you. I needed that, but the the character, the new characters they introduced weren't intrusive um you felt good about it wrapping up without and i think they're probably going to do shorts or whatever with these new characters with chicken bunny which is which was key and peel um and with duke kaboom they have to do something with duke kaboom because that was he was more i liked him more than i thought i was going to i i'm not going to open up charming corner but i I will i will Uh talk about it no that was just a kid there was it was it was fantastic It was oh fantastic, shit. but there was a handful of things <laughs> that I told her last night that I didn't like. There was not enough Buzz Lightyear. This was what? really, this was really primarily that a, a Woody movie. That instantly makes me not even want to see this movie. Well, you know, you want to see it instantly. There just wasn't enough Buzz. They they gave Buzz his own arc, but but the the thing is, and, and we were talking about this last night. When you say Toy Story, who do you think of? 
Woody and Buzz. Woody and Buzz, yeah. Without a doubt. Andy's mom. <laughs> that, 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 <laughs> that's a later episode. They gave they gave Buzz his own story. She's right. But it's just, it, this was more about, like, closure for Woody, the movie okay. was. It, Buzz is in it. He's great in it. Tim Allen talked about how hard the final scenes were. He said they it took them, like, two days to record these because he couldn't stop crying. Right. That There just wasn't, you're right, it's Buzz Lightyear. You want more Buzz Lightyear. The second, the second thing that really, the only other thing I didn't like about it was a lot of the funny moments did not involve Buzz and Woody. It was, com- it was like your comic relief stuff, like the Keanu Reeves character and the Qu- Key and Peele. Uh, this, the, but, but other than that, it was, it was, re- it was, fa- it was fantastic. It, yeah, I, I can see being top five. Yeah, I, and I, I just think, that again, you're, you're right. I mean, you, you don't have a heck of a lot of, of Buzz Lightyear in there. I think they're going to probably do more with Buzz Lightyear. The, There's the story be arc they had him going through was kind of setting kind of him up to, to be the leader of the group. But when you think back to Toy Story 2, wasn't he the leader of the group when they were trying to get Woody back? So that was the big plot hole there. But, um, but just the, the jokes in it, um, the fact that uh, here's here's what you would like about it is they do put in elements of horror that adults would understand from horror movies, but Chucky. it's not scary for the kids. Damn close. Okay, so damn close. So you've got. <laughs> so you've got. <laughs> so you, what she's saying is right. The bad guy, uh, um, not really a bad guy in this. Uh, understandable. Um, just misunderstood. Just misunderstood. Okay. But she has these bodyguards that are essentially mannequins, like in your lap. They're ventriloquist dummies. Skeeved me the fuck out, bro. <laughs> just like a guy, I have to go right now. It was it was fucking creepy. And All right. And they're all like in this located in this antique store, and they had the music going on. It was the the song. And I can't. I don't. Rem- I don't know mu- what the song is, but the song at the end of the Shining that they play. Oof. When you see yeah. them zooming in on his picture after oh, he, yeah. Be- yeah. it was that song, and I was like, oh, there, I just there got were chills so many elements, a jump scare in there, and those those nice. ventriloquist dummies were just freaky. Nice, freaky. I like it. Is it my turn or yours? It is. I'm at number three. I'm at number three too. All right, mine was Monsters Inc. Twenty three nineteen. Twenty three nineteen. The sock. I don't oh. remember. Oh yeah, when they when they go when they come back. Yes. How do you not twenty three nineteen? How do you not remember I don't, that? I don't remember the number. I know what you're talking about. When they when they <laughs> shave him and he band. Oh. He came back from uh, her room and he's got her sock on his back. Yes, and like you're not supposed to bring anything back. Uh, Just there I'm were so many elements of that movie that were phenomenal. The the opening of the movie when he's warming Sully up and they're doing all those exercises. And th- one of my favorite parts to this day is when they sh- have the commercial and the logo ends up right in front of Mike Wazowski and, and Sully's like, oh, no. And he's like, I was awesome. Yes. It, just I that movie. Those two, John Goodman and Billy Crystal. Yes. Phenomenal together. Yes. Scary Very scary good. Scary to go back scary to your Dylan having the Sully costume, yep. Jacob had the Mike Wazowski costume. See, there you go. And it was perfect. So there is some... Kid stuff tied to these, not bad kid stuff, but like my kid stuff tied to this that right. ma- make me really th- remember when the when they were that age and they really wanted to see this, and it was fun because we both enjoyed it. Yes, but <laughs> with Dylan, he was also looking forward to going and see Lord of the Rings and stuff. So I got double dose with him because he wanted to see everything. Gotcha. So it was um yeah. I mean, I I remember these movies fondly, but just it's now it's like when these new ones come out, it's like. Eh. 
when's the next Marvel movie coming? Right. <laughs> I'm ready to go. My number three is Toy Story 2. Uh, Toy Story 2 was my favorite because of the way all the characters interacted. Right. And, and you had Zerg and, and just, I mean, you really can't go into it a lot, but... The, the the when they were under the, the road cones and they're running around and they're trying to right. save each other and plus you had uh, Bullseye and Jesse introduced and I mean you had Fraser Crane prospector yeah you had Fraser Crane as a prospector and you had Wayne Knight as the as the guy collecting them and it was just I just felt the story was yeah, just the uh, creepy kidnapping aspect of the story. yeah it yeah. was it was it was really weird but it, to me I felt Toy Story three got too dark. And and Toy Story one uh, was one of those situations where even though it was fantastic, you hated that they were fighting in the beginning and stuff like that. Even though that right. one's that one's great, but Toy Story two was was is my favorite of the of the Toy Stories. Right. Well, my, I think you're going to be surprised at my number three because you're you're probably going to expect to see it as my number one, but my number three is A Bug's Life. Well. Um. Uh, fair enough. Yeah. Well. well yeah. I mean. I think I know what your number one is, but. Okay. Um. What do you think it is? I'll say it before she says it. Okay. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But I'm a, I'm a I'm a huge Kids in the Hall fan. Huge Kids in the Hall fan. And, and, and news radio. And news radio. Yeah. I squash you head. That's all I remember about that show is I'm squishing your head. If you haven't seen news radio, you need to see news radio because it is a fantastic ensemble Sorry, sitcom. I, I watch it every now and then. Yeah. Phil Hartman. Yep. So I, it's, uh, enough said. It's, yeah, there you go. Enough said. Andy but Dick. So, so... In that, that's kind of where... Would you call me? <laughs> <laughs> so that was your number three or your number two? That was my number three. We went before she did? It's bullshit. Why are we breaking precedents for the lady? All hey, right. that's what Disney's doing. So we may <laughs> as well follow suit. <laughs> Everything's well, about women. Anyway, it's, a, I'm a, it's a Dave Foley. And, and, and you, we forgot to mention David Hyde Pierce. Oh, yeah, yeah for he sure. Yeah. He had just hysterically funny in that. Um, that, it, that yeah, that the whole traveling circus with the bugs was was really really good. Yep. So my number two. Yeah. Toy Story one. Can't argue it's that at a, all. It's, it's it's fantastic. It's I mean it's obviously just under my number one. But when that came out, like you said, it was groundbreaking. Like everybody, adult kids, everybody saw it. Everyone loved it. It was. It's Pixar's Iron Man. It's it's perfect movie. It it, it really was. It is Pixar's Iron Man. That is a great analogy. Because if it fails, if it fails, none none of the other yep. movies probably happen. So yeah, well Tom Hanks, well Tom Hanks, Tim Allen, you're really good. Uh, number two, we don't really have to talk about it a lot more. Was Monsters Inc. Yeah, it just it is what it. Like you said, the three or four of these movies, any no order needed. Every time I watch that movie, and he has to leave Boo, and she cries because he's leaving. Oh, you're right. Mike, Mike is yep. sticking his arms out and just grasping his hands. Yep. I I can't I can't take it. I can't take it. It's just, oh, I'm suck gonna I'm gonna cry right now. Suck it up, boo. All right. <laughs> Your number two. My number two is Toy Story two. Yeah. See, uh, that, Again, that's what it's I mean. a, Fair well, enough. it's complete in it, in what it is. Like it doesn't need the other movies to to be a complete movie. Right. And it's it's great. It's got some good comedy in it. It's missing Mr. Pr- Prickle Pants because he comes in Toy Story three, but. Does he? Yeah. Is that the not rated version? I don't know. If <laughs> <laughs> you beat me to it. <laughs> you bastard. Yeah. Son of a you bitch. Be quick. <laughs> you gotta be quick. You, uh, I bet your number one's my number one. What do you got? Say it at the same time. One, one two, two, three. three. Incredibles. Incredibles. Yep. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> that movie was... Flawless. Because because it was, it was there before we got our Marvel movies. It really was. Yep. 
And uh, in fact, its release was uh, November 5th, 2004. So it was out before before Iron Man, right? Before Iron Man, all those, yep. and we were like, "Ah, oh, superheroes!" And you're right; it was the Fantastic Four, but it was the Fantastic Four in a fun way. Yes, the Fantastic Four that had been out in that era where they had to read Richards and um, uh, what's her name, uh, Jessica Alba playing it, and Michael Chiklis and 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 Chris Evans and Chris Evans. Those were good, but it wasn't. They weren't bad. It wasn't bad, but it wasn't fun. It, right. And this was fun to have to have Coach. And the two kids, and, and it was just it really, really, they really, really great, nailed that. Great movie. Yes, with a fantastic storyline. Easily my number one. Yeah. I didn't even have to think. I had to think about the other four. Me too. Yep. You were number one. I think your number one's Inside Out. I'm going to say Coco. She hasn't seen Coco. I haven't seen Coco. Okay, fair enough. Um, no, I think, I think, it's, no, Inside Out was my number five. Wasn't it? Oh, it was. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which, so, so, what's your number so one? I was wrong. So, what's your number one? Monsters Inc. It took you that long to say my my was my number five. Well, oh my god! In fairness, her wine glass is empty. So <laughs> that explains <laughs> that. Hold on, let me. And let I'd me be on number two right now if the bottle were in the room, but let it me, is not. Let me catch up. Are you on number two? No. I oh, you'd it be would on. Be had the See, I can't I, even in normal conversation. I can't keep up with it. I don't know what she means. She's so smart. <laughs> Monsters Inc. What was your favorite thing about Monsters Inc.? I, I will, like I said, there was a lot of anticipation for Monsters Inc. Just because it was Pixar, just because it had the Billy Crystal element was to it. it, it was funny, and who was in it? I, I just think it was a great, complete movie. But I mean, it had the emotional highs and lows. Uh, had Steve Buscemi, which you know, as your bad, he is one of your bad guys. So how could you go wrong there? Um, oh, the dead don't die. Never mind. Um, so turd of a movie huh that bad it, it still t- bothers you that it wasn't movie was a turd of the moony movie uh, actually i've been trying to write something on it because it I, i've been trying to quote unquote digest it see what i did there um jesus christ <laughs> she's yeah. so good she's way too smart for us right and because you know because you know zombie movies are uh, well horror movies in general speak to you know the human condition and i'm trying to, to to talk about how different that is from, say, Shaun of the Dead or 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 Night of the Living Dead, for that matter. So anyway, I digress. Um, I just think it was great. Uh, obviously, you know the the little girl aspect of it, and now it, you know, that was always Boo was always just a aw. And now now that we before know it was that cool it, to it, say Boo, right? <laughs> but now that's you know how we we look at it and we think of our granddaughter and, and all that. But just even the funny parts of it, I, I will you know always laugh when you hear put that thing back where it came from. More mm-hmm. so help me. Yeah, that was a good one. The whole door thing was cool too. I thought that, that was yeah. That sequence was amazing. That very cool to me. I think when you look at their movies, all of their movies, the the story for Monsters Inc. and the story for the Toy Story movies, the idea of a thought. Because I know I did it when I was a kid. Do my toys play when I'm not around? Right? Well, mine was what's behind that door. Right. Clo- the closet door. The monster under the right. bed. Right. Under the and bed. And that whole thing. That Both of those are just such subtle little the monster in the closet, and you made a whole world out of it. Yep. Is absolutely brilliant. And that's probably why some of the newer ones haven't, the newer Pixar movies, like I haven't seen Brave, I haven't seen Coco, I haven't seen Cars two or three. I will never see Cars two or three. Don't. I might watch Brave. I I I feel like I need to watch Coco because so many people talk about how good it is, but those aren't. That's like um, you know, that's like a brother bear with a girl, you know, in Brave. Right. The 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 Monsters Inc. idea of that universe and the Toy Story thing was so original. That's kind of what sucked you in. 
And, but, and that yeah. was the first one where they were really trying to get the details right. Like they animated every single Everything. hair they on had, Sully. They had started to perfect the CGI. Because if you watch Toy Story and Toy Story 4, it's night and day. The side-by-side that you posted was fantastic. Yeah, I yeah, mean, for sure. It's crazy how much it's changed. The, in um in Monsters, Inc. Oh, crap. I had something I was going to say. I can't remember what I was going to say. That's how smart I am. That's the cider. The, I had no I had a beer. Oh, it was a real beer. What? Yeah, it's it's well, a it was blueberry vanilla. It's a blueberry so vanilla wheat <sighs> beer, and I'm finishing it because Susan didn't like it. Yeah, there you go. There you go. Good enough. Um, fun week. It was a fun week. The last thing I wanted to say was we just got a, t- a tweet from IMDb Journey podcast. Oh, I love those guys. And it said the inside, the end of Inside Out when Riley is talking to her parents is emotionally devastating. It was the first time that she was actually oh. telling her parents that she was sad, and her I parents were trying up. to digest it. <laughs> yeah, that was that's 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 a big one. I just welled up, man. Oh, shit. Okay. I did not. (laughs) (laughs) For the record, I did not. you are made of stone. Yes. Finally. Okay, so I think we're pretty much done here. Yep, I'm good. Mike, uh, what's your Twitter? At Putty2773. I'm GBishop272, or GBishop72, and you are? T5FF underscore Angel. That's awesome. We hope you guys enjoyed it. We got uh, we got some big news coming for you next week. We got a fun show coming for you next week. It involves history, and it involves two special guests. going to be sweet. Thanks for listening. Thank you for being on the show. Thank you for having me. Mike, as always, it's great to see you. Peace out, buddy. Peace out. Bye. I'll be the same, baby. That's it, man. Game over, man. It's game over. Over? Did you say Over. Nothing is over until we decide it is. Run! Go! Get to the chopper!